The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will continue a sermon in his series on heavenly authority with the current focus on the office of the evangelist. When we left off, Pastor was in Acts chapter 6 when, because of a church dispute over the feeding of the widows, the apostles asked the believers to select seven men of good reputation and full of the Holy Spirit to be deacons, overseeing the distribution. Philip, who would become an evangelist, was one of the seven selected. Whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, so they're praying, they're seeking God's will, the people have chosen these men based on the qualifications the apostles gave, then they pray, and then they lay hands on them. And then it says in verse 7, Then the word of God spread, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So even the priests are being reached because the work of God is so great, the word of God is spreading, the multitudes are coming in of disciples, you have great revival in Jerusalem. But you had a very dangerous point here. This was a point that there could have been a division that might have stopped the whole work of God in Jerusalem. They're back on track. They've been formally installed by the apostles. And too often, people will evade or avoid those positions that require more service and less glory. I mean, these seven men are concerned with conducting, making sure the business of getting the food out to the widows is done properly. And that's important. It's important for the people that receive the food that need the food. It's important for the church to know it's being done in a reasonable and proper and in a way that's honorable and trustworthy. And so their work, their service as deacons is extremely important. Um, it's a very practical responsibility. And we'll see that God will bless Philip later on with the office of an evangelist because of the fact that he was faithful with little. He did that which other people will consider menial. Uh, the assignment may sound menial, but really relieved an emergency, right? Brought harmony back in among the disciples. Uh, the situation is made right and their credentials allow them to accomplish this. So it's a, it results in church growth, and their work as deacons is extremely important. And both Stephen and Philip would play a unique and important role then as evangelists. So they start as deacons, but they become evangelists. And Stephen, you read in verse 8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. He's full of faith, and power comes upon him from the Holy Spirit. Great wonders, great signs, wisdom in the Spirit. And then there arose some from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, and they disputed with Stephen, these are other Jews, and they were not able, it says in verse 10, to resist the wisdom and the Spirit by which he spoke. Then they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words, 
against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him, seized him, and brought him to the council, and they set up false witnesses who said, this man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against the holy place and the law. So the works that he's doing obviously calls great attention to himself in Jerusalem. It can't be denied what's happening under the ministry of Stephen. And he gives in verse, in the rest of chapter 6 and in chapter 7, he gives the marvelous address before his kinsmen, a wonderful teaching of the history of the Jewish people and how it all ties into the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he was, obviously we know that Stephen was stoned. He became the first Christian martyr. We know that Saul is standing there as they lay their clothing before him to watch the clothing as they stone Stephen. And Stephen looks up to heaven and says, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he says, do not charge them, Lord, with this sin. And he dies. And then you read in chapter 8, now Saul was consenting to his death, to Stephen's death. And at that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. So they've had a great revival. People have noticed them. Their own kinsmen are noticing what's going on in Jerusalem. The council's noticing it. The elders are noticing it. They even put Stephen to death, and now they have great persecution. And they were all scattered throughout the region of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. Remember, we studied why the apostles, it was important for them to stay in Jerusalem. Verse 2, And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. We forget sometimes how bad Saul was toward Christians how he actually took not just the men, but the women and threw them into prison. In verse 4, uh, Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Now a lot of them probably had to escape, like the way later on Paul would have to escape, right? If they're targeted, they would leave the area, and many of them are scattered from this persecution, but they're not discouraged, are they? They're not discouraged. They don't lose heart. Rather, as they're scattered, they're preaching. And that word there is euangelizo, the same word for evangelizing. They're preaching in verse 4 the word. They're using the opportunity of the persecution. God is making good come out of the bad, and they're preaching the word. And then verse 5, then Philip, and this is Philip, not the apostle, Philip the evangelist, one of the seven deacons, went down to the city of Samaria, and preached Christ to them. That's either the city of Samaria or a city of Samaria. And these, obviously, we know about the Samaritans. They're a mixed race of Jews with pagan foreigners. They have a mixed religion of Judaism with paganism. And that's why they're so despised by the full-blooded Jews. But remember, Jesus had told them back in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And what we see here in chapter 8 is the start of the second part. They have been witnesses in Jerusalem. 
They have been witnesses in Judea. And as these people are spreading out, as these Jewish Christians are spreading out in Judea, they're witnessing to Jesus Christ. And now we're going to have the gospel going to the Samaritans by this man, Philip. And he'll even touch those who will bring it to the Gentiles to the end of the earth. He preaches what? Then Philip, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ. He preaches. Keruso, that word there for preaches. Another word to preach, to evangelize. This one means to herald, like a public crier would come in and proclaim loudly for all to hear. He heralds, he proclaims, he publishes Christ to them. And Philip is taking this great step of bringing the gospel to the non-Jew. And later on we'll see he speaks to the Ethiopian. And he's not an apostle. And you notice in Stephen and in Philip that not just the apostles receive power from the Holy Spirit. Not just the apostles preach the word of God. Not just the apostles have signs and wonders following them. These two men are filled with faith and the Holy Spirit and things happen. And it says in verse 6, And the multitudes, with one accord, heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So with one mind, these, the Samaritans in the city are turning to the gospel and listening to the words spoken by Philip. And as he spoke, obviously his words are being gifted by the Holy Spirit to proclaim, evangelize, proclaim the gospel. The Holy Spirit is touching the hearers to hear the gospel. And not only are the words gifted, but hearing and seeing, seeing the miracles which he did, just like Stephen. Miracles accompanied the word, just as with the apostles. What are these miracles? They're miracles of healing, casting out demons. Verse 7, for unclean spirits crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Miracles accompanied the word. And remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, first apostles, second prophets, third teaches, there's no mention of evangelists, but it says, then miracles, workers of miracles. And Philip, in his work as an evangelist, is a worker of miracles. And hopefully later on in the series we'll talk about miracles. But here you see in verse 7 how these unclean spirits come out, the paralyzed, the lame, tremendous miracles of healing are healed, and there's great joy, great joy in that city over good news, right? Good news, gospel. You think of it, you have people here, and they're trapped in darkness. Try to go the day before Philip gets there and think about their lives. Think about all the demonic activity that must have been around the Samaria. Demons coming from centuries before, with all the pagan practices. Remember how northern Israel had went toward so many of the pagan practices around them. And then when they're taken captive by the Assyrians, the Assyrians bring in all types of foreigners with their pagan practices, and they mix with the Jews. Can you imagine the demonic activity, the confusion, somebody waking up the day before Philip comes in, and they don't really know about God, they don't know about salvation, they don't know whether God loves them. They just have all these 
superstitions mixed with a little truth from Judaism. And they're carrying it all in their daily lives, and so many of them are sick and diseased, and they go through all the hardships, the daily routine of life. And then all of a sudden, one day, something changes. A man walks into their city. A man comes in and preaches the light. They never heard it before. The gospel, he preaches to them Christ. He preaches to them Christ. He tells them about the Lord. And not only that, but God confirms his words with manifestations, the truth of his words with signs and wonders, good signs, good wonders, people delivered from demonic possession, people healed that can walk who were crippled, that were lame. And so is there any wonder with the deliverance, deliverance of that town of Samaria? One day in darkness, the next day in light, there is what? Great joy. Great joy in that town. What a difference one day made to those people's lives because an evangelist came into that town and preached to them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is a tremendous example of the work of the evangelist. We are live streaming the Sunday morning message at 10.30 a.m. on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. And we leave the messages up on the channel for a library that can be accessed 24-7. You can search YouTube to get to the channel or use the link we have placed on the www.shiarjeshub.org website. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo next time on Shi'ar Jeshub.